website. Excellent. Let's now <laughs> all not talk oh about it. <laughs> no pressure, guys, but we need a cold open for the show. <laughs> it's very stressful. I know. I'm sorry. You know what's good lately? Television. Television. Yeah, I've been watching true. The Crown. Oh, that's very classy. Uh, that's a classy choice. How is it? It's really good. Have you not watched it? Oh, it's really worth it. Costumes alone. We I watched forever and then we watched a little bit of the haunting of hill house and yeah on as we entered the second episode of that i was like tv is excellent right now yeah. it's really i feel good. like i feel like when i was maybe it was like 30 rock was on so i was like a an old college student like a mm-hmm. junior probably yeah. Um, <laughs> you're Rodney Dangerfield. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Excellent I, um, reference, by <laughs> the yes. way. My God. I, uh, I remember like watching like them be, there are like all these top pieces being like, is television amazing? <laughs> and like, it was wait, like the does, gold. Does television not suck anymore? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Holy is television God. for smart people? Oh I remember my there God. Being, that being a huge deal. Is that still like, I feel like we, and then I feel like, you know, then we had like yeah. Mad Men and that stuff. But I feel like we had a time where like the golden age of television is over. To be fair, television like, no. has been for smart people since Frasier was on. So <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> well, Mr. Ed. True, true. <laughs> that it horse takes a, is real smart. It real takes smart. a real Educated mental horse. leap to, to appreciate the idea of a sentient horse. That's, you know that's what genius. it was? Riverdale came on. Riverdale. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh that my truly... God. I, I'm going to say Platinum Age of TV. Platinum Age of TV. Have Diamond gold? Age of Television. Whoa. Whoa. Have you seen the pictures yet from the opening of the new Sabrina no. where the cat walked the, the red carpet? I did see it. Oh, my God. I know what you're doing this weekend, this coming weekend, <laughs> which is in the time capsule. So in the past. In the past. Yeah. Ooh. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. I have a Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to this, the latest. It's circular key time. Yeah. My turkey ran away. away. <laughs> That's the spirit of the season. Sums it up nicely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks. Welcome to the. Uh, God, was this like the third holiday themed episode? This is the really. This is the holiday season. A categorical. Just oracle. pumping it we out. We do nothing but holiday episodes from now until February. Oh God, Valentine's. No, Day. next one. Next one is not a holiday episode. Okay. A little bit of an interlude. We have an interlude, a, a, a brief interlude. And, and we're right and back you know, into it. And you know March. why we're doing it? We're doing it for those people who are like, can you believe there are Christmas decorations all the way out? And I'm like, yeah, yeah hush up. <laughs> hush up. You know what? People Mary have is lives. pulling out Christmas decorations as the turkey is cooking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, like, we're, if she's patient. I mean, <laughs> Thanksgiving is one of the times where you have your, every, your house is on display for your friends and family. You should make it look its best. And by that, I mean, you should have a Christmas tree. (laughs) I'm just saying it's not unreasonable. Furthermore, people are busy. If you have a spare weekend now, put up your Christmas tree. Just do it. And then when it's done, you can just enjoy it. And you don't have to worry. And then do like Mary and I and take it down in, I don't know, August. No. (laughs) March. March. Okay. Okay. Some of us get real Christmas trees. It doesn't work like that. Unless That's you get one. If you love the tree, it does. No, no unless you get doesn't. one in a pot. And everything, then you have to go find a place to plant. Just plant, plant everything it in your yard. Kelly, everything is <laughs> okay, just. I slowly have this like little forest in my backyard. <laughs> no, and then Every you, then you cut Christmas. it down the next year. The next so it's year. like just a rolling cycle. Rolling it's, like, it's like raising farm animals. You get to, you grow them, you tend them, you, you learn to love them, then you kill them. Then you slaughter mm. them. But not for me, just for decoration. <laughs> I mean, you can eat your Christmas tree if you want. I mean, I don't want to. Was sure? it fun to throw your Christmas tree down your hill? Oh, I, I put it oh, in the no, back. Oh, no, in the back, because that's where it's... Oh, man. 
I got to throw it down some stairs. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. those dangerous stairs. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, hey guys. Welcome to, as I'm sure you know by now, Categorical Oracle, the podcast where three librarians give neglected topics their organizational due. I'm Andrew, and with me today, equally co-hosting the show, as you'll find out in a second, are... Kelly Connedy. And... Mary Johnston. Oh. I'm not in a hurry. And also, you know what? If you're Johnny or Sally come lately, it's fine. You don't have to know all about us yet. Oh. I mean, <laughs> you said, as you're sure you know by now. Well, to be fair, in my defense. Only, this episode you... is only for seasoned <laughs> listeners. Oh, if this is your it's... first episode, turn it off. It's only for seasoned turkeys. For, well, season, uh, sure. for seasoned ears only. <laughs> in, my, in my defense, guys, if you clicked on the link to listen to the episode... I'm hoping you knew what you were doing. Subscribers only. If no, not, I apologize. No, I hope that we bamboozled people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people, people are like, I thought they would tell me how to make a turkey. Welcome to 99% Visible. <laughs> is, this, is this the NPR turkey hotline? My turkey's a mess. <laughs> what category is this turkey? It's I'm the not butterball. Tell you. Butterball. <laughs> butterball turkey hotline, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Linda's at a Casper also had one. Oh, true. On NPR for a long time. I'm not sure if she still does anymore because I think she is no longer doing this. Oh, on that's the table. terrible. I Everything I... is ruined. The Great Movie Ride is closed at Disney World. There's no more car <laughs> talk because of demise. And Lynn Rosetta Casper has retired to enjoy her life. Everything Ugh. is terrible. Awful. Yeah. Especially Happy no- Holidays. Especially no more Great Movie Ride because you know what? All those things are uh, imagineered. Oh, yeah. So they could have lasted forever. <laughs> We need to give you a venue. Like, we need to just record a pod, like an extra for you to talk about. (laughs) For you to mourn the Great American Movie (laughs) Ride. I miss the Great American Movie Ride. Just like a little Uh, extra at the end. I'm not sure it's Great American. We might just be trying to bite off this American life. This American Movie Ride. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, this is an American holiday we're talking about. Also Canadian, technically, too. Kelly, here's my question to you. Have you ever had... An amusement park ride that meant a lot to you, and then have it closed, and you didn't even know it was closed for a long time because you're an adult and you don't want to go to Disney World by yourself because it's not fun to do as an adult, and you find out that it's been closed and you didn't even know and you didn't have a chance to ride it one last time. Has that ever happened to you? Because that's my pain. Are you going into your Mickey Mouse impression oh my right God. now? <laughs> That's just the power she brings to the, to, to, to the situation. It's a very specific, very sad place to be in. And I'm very vulnerable right now. <laughs> Come on, Pluto. Oh, when you wish upon a star, it won't matter at all because they'll close the great American movie ride. Oh. Uh. Great British fish baking show is called Bake Off. Go fuck yourself. Oh, nice. Uh. Well, for all you new listeners who apparently are fresh to the episode, like a fresh roll of loaves out of the oven. Roll of loaves? That's not a thing at all. <laughs> Um, bass batch batch of rolls. <laughs> oh, you. If you're coming out of the oven, tapping your toes like some browned drumsticks. You little fancy park house rolls popping into the basket. You know what? What? That was another really good Disney ride that closed a really long time ago, <laughs> and it was called Kitchen Cabaret. Oh, and God. you can watch episode. You can watch the whole thing. It was a it was a, a, a multi stage. 
extravaganza. Mm -hmm. And when I watch it, I understand exactly how I got here in the world with the taste that I have, the humor that I have. That also closed and everything is about my childhood is dead. Mary, do you think maybe you're like a you're like a Highlander for novel Disney experiences? Like they're dying and you're staying alive. You're staying. You are you are absorbing. <laughs> you're killing them. You're going no 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 no. You're just you're just enjoying the benefits of the quickening by absorbing the power of the Great Movie Ride and uh, Kitchen Cabaret. Born to be kings. Yeah, yeah I'm a, exactly. I'm a prince of the universe. Yeah, I, just, I, believe, I believe that. <laughs> I think you need to do an episode where you can mourn your loss. Oh yeah. In podcast form. We should do, we should have done like an RIP in let's the really, dead of winter. Let's really milk the emotional power of that episode for likes. Every, everybody has to name three things that they miss horribly that no one else cares about. <laughs> oh, that should have been. <laughs> that should have been what we talked about today. Next year, guys. Next next potluck. But to be fair, that is like, I guess, sort of what a lot of family conversations at Thanksgiving are like. Yeah. People grousing about stuff that nobody else cares about. True. So, uh, for all you Fresh Parker House rolls out there, we have been crafting original. <laughs> we've been crafting original categories for each uh, item on our list. Every episode, we compare notes and select the best category for each item. This week, our topic is, as you might have gathered, Thanksgiving. But not just Thanksgiving. We have a little bit of a tradition, which means it's the second time we've done this categorical oracle. And the last time we did was uh, Thanksgiving. Anyway, so uh, this episode is not only a Thanksgiving episode, it's a Thanksgiving potluck. How does that work, guys? Normally, for all you new <laughs> listeners out there, sit aside, seasoned folks. Um, <laughs> Old Parker House rolls to the back. <laughs> new Parker House rolls to the front. Stale bread back in the corner. It's, it's uh, the exact opposite of what grocery stores are supposed to do. <laughs> bread used for stuffing. You hang out in the back. Fresh bread, you come to the front. We're doing first in, last out. What? (laughs) Oh, they're different. First in, first out. First in, last out. Last in, first out. Last out, first in. (laughs) Did you recently join a teen girl club? (laughs) No, I have a degree in business. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to tell you about that. Nice. Last hired, first out. Fired. <laughs> Today's business is the Thanksgiving potluck 2018. So what we do, guys, uh, normally uh, one of us prepares a list of items and brings it to the table, and we collectively work to categorize that list. Today, though, we save ourselves a lot of effort and split the list three ways. Each of us brings three items, a potluck, of, of, if you will, uh, to the table to be categorized. And the, the uniting theme for this year's potluck is things we are not thankful for get it because it's thanksgiving <laughs> it's an inversion of the and basic concept and last year concept. we did things we are thankful, thankful for, for so we burned that one we up. burned yeah, that really bridge hit it hard next really. year it's going to be things we might kind of be thankful for <laughs> but aren't are, very happy about things it things that are okay we're going to touch every point on the emotional spectrum best <laughs> Anyway, so uh, we're going to do... Things we think each other are thankful for. Oh, that's (laughs) a good one. speculation. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to have a rotating party here. So, Mary, you're the first to put your dish on the table. What uh, what you bring to this potluck? I'm going to a picnic, and I'm bringing a American football. (laughs) (laughs) Just to clarify, uh, you're uh, you're again, you don't, you're nothing for the actual object an American football. No, 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 no. But I was playing, I'm going to a picnic, so I had to start with an A. Oh. Do you not know about I'm going oh, to a picnic? Oh, I know, yeah, Jeez. Yeah. <sighs> it's <sighs> really hard to keep that game going. It's like you're... Let's just sit up. Well, <laughs> 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 we figure it out. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> um, 
You must have just had like scintillating conversation with your family in the car to not need to play. I'm going to a picnic. I had a CD player, so I didn't need <laughs> that conversation. So you were just like, Metallica, you're my only friends. Basically, I'm going yes. to the picnic, and you, I'm bringing... <laughs> you've literally just nailed 15-year-old Andrew to a T. Good job. Good and job. I'm bringing a, any Metallica song, because I don't know any of them off the top of my head. <laughs> it starts with an A. It starts with an A. So you're allowed. Uh, American football, not soccer. Not soccer, soccer, soccer. I mean, American football. More commonly known in America as football. Just football. Simply football. Thanks to American exceptionalism. Which is, uh, which is a big thing right around Thanksgiving time. I don't know if you are aware. Yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. No, rather, I it's, wish I hadn't. It's not, a, it's not a big thing in my household. Instead, we watch the dog show. Oh, that's a big deal in my that's... house. I, I approve of that highly. <laughs> Um, I, I, I like, so I like most holiday television. I love a Christmas special. I love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, even though it is long and I always forget <laughs> how not fun it is to watch sometimes. Um, but you know, like I, I'm on board with it, but I, I just don't like football. I don't understand it. I wasn't raised with a taste for it. Um, and I feel just left out constantly because if you, if you kind of, want to speak to somebody about it they and you don't know anything about it they treat you like you're an absolute idiot like it's very how true. on yeah. earth could you not know whatever that every hey. time you make a touch maker that you get <laughs> four and a half points <laughs> but see, it's a game that makes zero sense too yeah, if yeah. You just, when you when you run when you run and touch the pole then you get to run around the entire field that's your that's your winning no no prize. Guys, guys actually what happens is a bunch of guys Shout out numbers in uh, the wrong order, presumably because of all the brain damage. Yep, and uh, uh, run back and forth a span of five to ten feet, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for hours, for hours. And then at the end, the boy with the tidiest pants gets to pull a prize out of the treasure chest. <laughs> I that, assume that that's and, what the ref's and, main job is. <laughs> and that prize is seven points and maybe one extra. They keep picking seven points. Is there not like a slinky in there? It's you know. Like, <laughs> It's the concussions. I assume it's like going to the dentist and they have like little treasure chests. Like that's what it is. Exactly. There was always a slinky in there. Oh, yeah. Lucky. One of those paddles with a a band and a ball on it. What was it? Your dentist. (laughs) 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 What what toy devices were available to toy Uh, They only had rusty toys there. (laughs) But you did have a treasure chest. Yeah, we had a treasure chest. I recently brought up the dentist treasure chest and someone's like, I never had that. I was like, I'm not a crummy dentist. Are you going to a worse dentist than Kelly. That was basically my reaction but i didn't say that because uh, that would have been baffling in the situation yeah, yeah, yeah. but you just um, listen to the show listen to the show you'll you'll get I'm it like, yeah. i'm like i'm like my friend kelly who used to just get punched full in the face before she underwent anything unpleasant at the dentist and then whiskey they even had and, and also she bought old-timey provisions it's a whole joke thing it's been going on for even, like a few episodes even she had a treasure chest at her dentist that treasure chest was full of sugar and rust but <laughs> Yeah, so back to the topic of football. As, I'm going to come out here and say this. As a man who doesn't like football, shit. Do you feel especially <laughs> like, left out? Ooh. Oh, my God. Like, I I, I never – I'm going to come on the record here, guys. I just don't give a shit about sports. I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, and I, and not, like, not in, like, a, I'm better than that way. Like, I don't feel superior because I don't understand athletics. I just don't understand sports as a thing. Like, I don't get the appeal. I never understood it. It's so boring. It lasts for so long. And I, you have to spend a lot of money on shitty looking shirts. Like, I don't understand any of this. But it means that basically I cannot make small talk with men for large portions of the year. <laughs> if I meet a random dude, 
How many times have I like gotten into a lift or something like that? And then some guys like, hey, just the game. I'm like, nope. And then we sit in awkward silence for 15 to 20 minutes because there's nothing else to talk about. What do you about. say? Do you just say I'm not a sportsman? I, I just, I just like, some, well, it kind of depends. Sometimes I'll kind of try to fake through it. And You'll like, do the oh. IT crowd thing. Yeah, exactly. They're like, wow, did you catch that ludicrous display? No. Um, so luckily my, my, my father. <laughs> then, they, then they really think that you're off. Oh, it's off, great. Off it's your great. Head. Cause they're I pull like, the accent and everything. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, my, my father never really like, my father never bought it on sports. We have conversations about other things about like our lives. We don't have to rely, <laughs> not to, not to be judgy. That's not a terrible God. Um, but yeah, like that's just so, so we don't really bond about sports, but he still gives me sports. Sports facts sometimes. Oh, so you can pull those out. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe he's, exactly. ar- he's doing a very good fatherly job. He's, he really he's is. arming you for the world. He's like, son, if you're in a lift, this is what's going this on in sports with right now. Specifically <laughs> with the University of Kentucky Wildcats, because that's the that's only thing all he, cares he cares about. And that's fair, you know? Um, yeah. Andrew, I have a proposition for you. Lay it on me. Maybe you should get really into, like, figure skating. Mm. And then you, whenever lift drivers try and be like, did you see that? game you can be like yeah did you see she hit that triple axel perfectly that'd be wild that'd be wild i will say i will say i tiny was one of my favorite movies over the last year or so here's my suggestion rhythmic gymnastics nice see that's the thing i guess on some level i do kind of respect this is going to sound terrible too and i apologize footballers i respect the sort of ballies i think they go by (laughs) ballerinos Ballerinos. (laughs) i have more respect for like you know rhythmic gymnasts because like that's not a People who don't just sport. get hit in the head all that's, day. Yeah, that's just the thing that, like, you're not getting televised for, like, that kind of thing, except for during the Olympics. And then it's only if you're, like, the best. So I guess I'm biased because on those weird sports, I literally only ever see the, the best, best in the, the best. world. But, um, yeah, football, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a bad man. <laughs> but not in, like, the normal way. I'm just bad at being a man. My, my most prominent memory of football, my experience of football is this, guys. I'm, let's say, a teenager. I'm 15, 16 years old. Are we saying it or is it true? This is, I'm currently a 33-year-old man. So no, I'm not actually a teenager. But when I was a teenager, when I was a young boy, uh, on Sunday night, I'd sit alone in my room, getting ready to watch some of my favorite TV shows. I what turned were the TV they? On. I mean, like King of the Hill, The Simpsons, stuff on that. Something that would make you laugh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good ass shows. I turn on the TV. What do I see? I see a football, football. game. And I'm like... Oh, well, this was supposed to end, oh, what, an hour ago? It's still happening? Surely it'll end soon. No. No. It went on forever. <laughs> and then I would just sit there, you know, because this was the past when you had to, you were beholden to TV schedules for all of your entertainment. And I'd be like, well, surely this will end soon. And then The Simpsons will be on and it'll be great. So to keep watching it and watching it. And then it was the most boring thing in the world. And then, it just to really add salt to that wound, the game ended. Some asshole won. And then there was a post-game show. Uh. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Wasn't there I'm another sorry. channel you could have switched to? I mean, I would flip through it, but then you kind of go back to it. You're like, oh, it's still football. Oh, it's yeah. going up for three hours. Great. Okay, cool. Still football. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have two memories of football. Yeah. Uh, one is semi-similar to yours, but not at all. In that, uh, they're both Super Bowl related. Mm-hmm. One, when NSYNC, Britney Spears, and Aerosmith performed the halftime show. Oh, nice. That is one full memory. Second one was I went to, I was forced to go to a Super Bowl party with my parents because I was a child. <laughs> and I was not interested at all and did not want to play with my sister, who was also there. And instead, I chased around a cat for four hours. And now <laughs> and look at the woman the best, you've become. And it was the best day of your life. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, a, that is the story of my life. So, so football. How old were you? Football is responsible for who 
you are today is what you're saying. Much like the great movie ride and Kitchen Cabaret yeah. made Mary. The Super Bowl made you. So what, uh, what categories do you guys have for football? Sorry. Also, Sorry. Uh, are you ready for some categories? I am. Yeah. I am. So I think I was thinking about how this is a very polarizing topic. People either love it or they hate it. There aren't very many people who are like, meh. Yeah. Sure, some football. Um, and it's also very American. Mm-hmm. So I tried to think of other times when we were a country divided. <laughs> and I thought about now, but it doesn't have a great name yet. That's to come. Mm-hmm. So I called this the War of Northern, parenthetical, couch impressions. Oh, <laughs> oh. okay. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, I lingered on my traumatizing experiences not being able to watch The Simpsons as a teenager. And what were the category? So keeping in mind, um, for historical reference, the term broadside is referring to refers to uh, a maneuver naval ships in the past would pull when they'd shoot all of their cannons at once at another ship. Obviously. From one side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mentioned this because um, uh, my category is not emergency broadcast system, but emergency broadsiding system because every time I turn on the TV and football is on broadsided <laughs> okay. and it was interrupting my I regularly see. scheduled programming yeah. I like it yeah. I like it uh, I called it a forest fire do tell oh you do want more information okay <laughs> um, I find that football games are a necessary evil mm. in that then I can get through a grocery store quickly and efficiently on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I love, I love, I love going to a Whole Foods. Oh, playing. Yeah. it's true. the best thing ever. Oh man, these are pretty good categories. I mean, mine's pretty great, but no, I'm kidding. Um, I think it's between you two. Uh, oh, I actually really prefer yours. Really? This well, is I concert. like mine the best. So. I think, I think, uh, I think, Mary, you win the Venn diagram off. There you go. There. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, first one goes to Mary. So that was football, guys. Let's move on. Uh, oh, oh, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly, you brought a little dish to this party. I what, did. What, uh, what's your first foray into the first course of this delicious holiday meal? I'm bringing you to the picnic. <laughs> one American football and one <laughs> blind CC reply all. Ooh, oh, good one! Ooh. Thank you. Ooh. So sorry. I was hoping we dropped that game so I wouldn't have to play it. Nope. But now it's on. Now it's a competition. You're just, your next one starts with a C. Oh, yeah. You're fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, Once again, it's easier for the dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so I was thinking about that today. So I was looking at my... my because I, I hate I hate email. I'll be honest with you. As a concept, it's really annoying. And I'd rather just chat on any number of chat tools. Um, but I was looking at Outlook today. I've only used it for the last few years at my current job. And I just hadn't even occurred to me to look think about this. But the default... Sit like the default option is reply all. Huh. So you, instead of just having reply as the first thing you'd click, it's reply all. So people just see that. They don't click the drop down. And then uh, they just, and then you just have these disasters. Oh, uh, so that's annoying. because you are on a Mac. That does oh. not do that on, Win- on oh. Windows. You can well, change that setting. That's just even more perplexing. Yeah. I, I was trying here. I was trying to come up with an excuse for people. I get, I get both right next to each oh, other. Oh, God. Mm. Yeah. It drives me absolutely nuts or, or that people or whenever they send like a, hey, there's, you know, something in the kitchen. 
And then (laughs) there's 45 emails saying, thanks. Great. Do you think that in the past when pneumatic tubes were a thing, (laughs) this was a problem? (laughs) We're going through so much paper. (laughs) We just sit on 100 tubes now. Now. What did they say? Alternately, alternately, what do they say? Oh, it's a drawing of my penis. Accidentally sent out to the entire company. Oh, Oh, no. no. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh, Mortimer, what have I done? (laughs) Cancel, Uh, cancel. No. Shred the paper, shred the paper. Go around to every office. Tell everyone to not open that tube. I will send a replacement tube in a moment. (laughs) Oh, God, it's my penis again. God damn it, Mortimer. this This time it's quite my balls. Ah! Uh, well, Mortimer. Um, is Mortimer taking the photos? Is Mortimer, no, taking, Mortimer sketching them? Drawing them. Is He's Mortimer, doing the lithographic is printing. Is Mortimer taking, <laughs> taking so many tin types and <laughs> pressing them into tubes? <laughs> you gotta hold real still for tin types. Is the penis also next to a dead relative? Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> we, oh, Victorian. We people. have all had tin types taken of us. I haven't, because I don't oh. get my picture taken. Well, <laughs> that's not a cool thing to admit about yourself. <laughs> Some of us oh, have had no. tin types taken, and one of us has watched. Uh, <laughs> and we know how much light was required for that. <laughs> Your penis, Those were some very well-lit balls. Your penis would be so, so warm. Just toasty. Oh, toasty. So hot. So Photographed. Yeah. Genitals. Yeah. Light. Pneumatic tubed. Reply all. Does anybody have a terrible reply all story? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. It didn't happen to me, but I have seen a reply all situation where a client asked for something in a fine way. And my boss replied all, absolutely not a problem. And then replied all again. What the fuck? Oh, to God! All of us. <laughs> oh, my God! I was like, ah, oh, my God! That's my nightmare. Holy shit. You know what? Whenever I'm going to send anything slightly shitty, I quadruple check it. That is, you do not ever, for any reason, ever, ever write anything inflammatory in an email. It's a bad idea. Burns my heart. Oh, Oh, God. Yeah. What a dummy. Yeah. So I'm going to put a question out there to you guys, and I hope you reply all to me. Uh, what are your categories? <laughs> your eyes, like, crackled I when know. you said just, it. But see, that's, that's also an incorrect use of reply I all. Know. Uh, well, no, it's not, because we would want to reply all so that Mary could know what my category then, is. You guys were replying to the listeners, too. And that, but I'm going to BCC our boss. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, categories. So my particular uh, beef with reply all really comes down to uh, Microsoft. With reply Repile. It sounds like you said repile. Well, I said reply. (laughs) Reply all. Repile. Repiles are just reply alls that are also piles. Hemorrhoidal. Hemorrhoidal. So my beef with reply all uh, comes from uh, the the program Outlook produced by a company you might have heard called Microsoft. I just hate it. Microsoft? Mm -hmm. Mm. Microscopic software. I believe is the name of the company. Full name. <laughs> Billy Fences. Got it. Got it. Got it. Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft. Um, so William uh, Gates. Yeah, but uh, so um, I, I feel like I, I just hate. I hate. I'm sorry to say, every piece of Microsoft software I touch on a regular basis. I just don't like it. I don't care for it. It's you don't even. Done. You don't even like like Skype, where it doesn't. Oh, it won't let you sign in properly. Yeah. Ever. Oh, don't even get me started on Skype. Um, 
The only one I actually get any any value from is Excel, and that's through just tooth and nail. Just really. Also, you don't need it. You don't need it. Sheets. Um, sheets. Numbers. Yeah, exactly. You don't need it. Better alternatives. So I, I want to postulate a theory. I'm that, not fighting uh, with you guys about this. Okay. Oh. <laughs> what do you like from Microsoft? Their data management system is better than Sheets. Nerd. Yeah, I no, know. I feel you. I feel you. Um, so sometimes I feel like I'm myself wondering if the noble work, the, the genuinely very noble and uh, commendable work of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is secretly just one big act of penance for how truly bad Microsoft products are. And that, inspired my category, the Bill and Melinda Hates Foundation. <laughs> no. uh, spread hate into the world with bad software. <laughs> Just farting up the world. And an opportunity, an opportunity for, for me to viciously mock some of the world's most prominent and useful philanthropists. Great job. <laughs> yes, we really appreciate your work. I remember sitting in a, full, in a uh, philosophy class and they were talking about how um, the like TA who was teaching it was talking about how like Bill and Melinda Gates are like, and our children will, will never, never fully inherit all of our wealth. Mm-hmm. We've given them, you know, several, like a billion dollars each. <laughs> To do what they need to do, but they can't do nothing for all their life. And he was like, "See, he's they're pushing them out of the nest." And I was like, "Excuse me, <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> How much am I paying for this class?" I would like to raise my hand now and say, "Feel like, feel like that they don't really care at that point." Sounds like a big old tax break to me. Uh, I do love another story you told me one time about the Gates. Is that uh, yeah? These these sad these poor little poor little uh, children. When they would go to their mother and say, I want an iPod. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Linda Gates would say, no, you may have a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and Which the kids just... would say, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go buy a billion iPods. Oh, man. I've got the money. I went camping a few months ago. Thank you. What did you bring on your picnic? Uh, it is not my turn to play that game. And I, when I came back, I took two days off. When I came back, there was email sitting in my inbox that was sent to everyone in our office, about 90 people. Was it about the bathroom radio? <laughs> telling us that there was a radio in the bathroom for ambiance. <laughs> I was fully kidding. Oh, man. Yeah. And I was wondering... Why? Why do we have a ba- radio for ambiance? And then I was just like, our bathroom door does not close all the way. So I was like, they could hear us shitting out in the hallway. Oh, 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 <laughs> so, if that's not the case. Great. How? And, out in the hall? No, it's it's in the bathroom. It's like where you like queue up to wait for a stall. Oh, man. So you can't hear it right next to the paper so towel you, dispenser. So you step in and it's like, one, two, three, four, five. And you're like, man, I'm so glad I'm not listening to a really farty poop radio. <laughs> it, uh, it, it, what's also fun about the poop radio is it changes uh, depending on who turned who's, it on that day. Depending on who's waiting in the queue. Sometimes it's NPR. Sometimes it's some Kiss FM. I don't think that NPR would cover that. Yeah. It's a bunch of different things. Uh, one time, every day, like one day, every time I peed, a Taylor Swift song was playing. Wow. I think that's a sign. So I called this Poo Radio. Just basically, <laughs> basically, just, you know, those weird things that happen in your office. Office politics. Weirdly Amazing. enough, I have a similar category. <laughs> Is it called Poo Radio? My God. <laughs> it's not called Poo Radio. It's called Category. Yeah. <laughs> category. Poop. It's a category. It's a poop. So reply all, definitely embarrassing, definitely annoying. 
I feel like a little bit of a necessary evil mm. when like you really need at work. it. When you really need it, you really need it. So I called it, and and you'll definitely use it. You'll definitely use it at some point. Yep. So I called it a forty act, forty eight pack of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing to wheel it out, out of Costco. Yeah, people are like, people are like, man, that lady really likes to poop. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna use. I'm it. gonna use it all. It's not yeah. like it's gonna go bad. So category. Poo FM. Poo FM. Wow. Is that, was that your was that your I category? just called it Poo Radio. Because mm. sometimes it is on AM. Wow. Oh. How Republican. <laughs> How Republican. <laughs> this is a tough one. You've had a poo Very off. Scatological. Um Yeah. You don't get rep- you don't get Bill and Gates Hate Foundation because reply all is not only a Microsoft. True. Thing. I give it to you. I I concede. That's that's my only we're we're nitpicking at this point. That's fair. That's fair. This is it's, about precision. It's the last few episodes of British there are Bake only Off. Three you make of us one left. mistake. <laughs> there are only three of us left. Was, so. We also only began with three of us. Too, yeah, well, so. it, and also I don't think any of us are going. It's taken, yeah. you, it's taken you guys twenty five episodes to kick me off the island because <laughs> I didn't make a poop joke. Well, well, are we at episode twenty five? Yeah, this is twenty fifth episode. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Wild. Interesting. Yeah. So it's between you guys. Um, oh my god! Radio. I get the sense that Kelly gets this one. Poo radio. What do you mean, Mary? Poo, Poo radio. Sure. Poo radio. Sure. I just like the bluntness of it. All right. Yeah. Oh, let me go to the next part of this first course of the meal. And guess whose turn it is to bring a dish to the table? It's mine. Ah. And what do I bring to the picnic? How does well, this game wait, work again? I'm going to a picnic, but you should say I'm going to the Thanksgiving table. I'm going to the Thanksgiving table with a cup full of coffee that is leaking oh. all over my business. That's right. Leaky travel mugs is what I'm bringing to this unthankful Thanksgiving potluck. We're not inviting you next year. <laughs> wow. Okay, great. Um... <laughs> Thanks. So let me let me paint a picture for you guys. It's, let's imagine it's a brisk November morning. You are quite naturally ready to enjoy a nice hot beverage. So, but 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 you're busy. You're living a busy life. You got to go places. You have to go to work or to, I don't know, uh, an apple orchard or some other autumnal delight. What do you do? Well, my friends, what you do is you grab yourself a travel mug, pour your coffee or cider or tea or whatever you have. And you put it in your bag and you hit the road, right? But what happens when you get there and you realize, oh no, this coffee slash cider slash tea mug that I put into my bag, lovingly, ready to enjoy, has spilt out all over my, my belongings. My precious objects. My precious, <laughs> autumnally themed objects. Because, sweaters. Because sweaters. Carmeled apple. Carmeled apple. Pumpkin. Just anything pumpkins, pumpkin Sheet stuff ghost. just your pumpkin <laughs> pumpkin yeah, spice a halloween mask but yeah so uh, just 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 yeah this Boots. is something that has boggled my mind and, and just to sweater prepare, cuffs to clarify guys the turtlenecks also for your boots um this is not a fictional tale this legitimately happened to me once because i bought a coffee mug <laughs> assumed assumed i think quite rightfully that a that a vessel meant to carry fluid would be watertight I put it in my bag, and it was not. I had a computer in that bag. It could have been a disaster. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, wasn't. it was just mostly very Your computer was just like... Oh, God. This coffee's great. Warm, for now. And you, 
And then Andrew got to work and was like, that was my coffee, though. Yeah. Computer. And I, and a fight with my computer was super weird. And then your computer was like, if you want any coffee, I'm going to have to barf it back up. And then <laughs> no. started barfing out, pretending to barf out of its USB <laughs> And then ports. I ran into its stomach. And I broke a two thousand dollar computer. Uh, and then your uh, and then your uh, your boss came over and he's like, "Look what you did, you little jerk." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then and then the the lady from HR came over and promptly threw away your airplane tickets. Guys, it's crazy. It's like and you were then there. Then <laughs> you were sent up to work in the attic. And when you came down, the office was empty, well, and you were you like, "One detail." I, I was supposed to work in the attic, and uh, supposedly one of my coworkers was going to sleep up there with me, work up there with me. And pee the bed. Yes, you were going to get pissed on by a coworker, but didn't happen apparently. And then when you came down, you were like, "I made my coworkers disappear," and you started running around like a little maniac until you realized it was just six p.m. Yeah, and everyone had gone home. <laughs> it's like you are living my life. How did you know all I mean, of those details? It's a universal story. <laughs> Tale as old as time. Name, name one person that hasn't happened to. <laughs> Uh, what's great is then, uh, you know, it was Christmas time and the office was closed and I just put up a bunch of booby traps just for kicks. <laughs> it was, no, I got fired right afterwards. It was worth it. I, <laughs> Sorry. I hit the CEO in the head multiple times with a full can of paint. He's dead. Way oh, dead. Super dead. Oh, yikes. Uh, I was really upset that, uh, my spider didn't come back. Uh, Andrew, yeah. that was really rude his, of you. His computer is spider. Sorry about that. Because <laughs> in this story, Andrew's computer is Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back Buzz, to and also those people are monsters for eating, drinking milk with pizza. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Kelly, I know you're a milk family, but like that's, my, that's, that's too my family is milk family. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, they they would would they with pizza? <laughs> Barb would. Oh, she, has so... milk, she has milk with oh, basically every meal. Ugh. So much calcium. Back to my 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 crisis at hand, guys. Why would you make a Why would you make a coffee mug that wasn't watertight? Pure I'm competence. sorry. Do you make a Tupperware container that's not soup air tight? slash water soup tight precisely or old vegetable oh. tight? I have a soup. <laughs> old vegetable. <laughs> you need to get some Contigo mugs. Oh, I in your do life. now. Okay. I do. Thank God. Now we have oh. Contigo. Why isn't uh, I'm just Contigo? I'm sorry. Contigo. I'm sorry to get so caught up in the skies, but it was just so infuriating. I guess I kind of under- misunderstood this category because I feel like there's a whole so there obviously are what you're talking about is a coffee, a travel mug mm-hmm. that is looks as if it is airtight but does leak. Yes. But that might be user error. Maybe you didn't put the cap on just like totally I mean, right. You, a Contigo mug will spill too. Yeah, they can. If you, I mean, use your air. I thought you were talking about the travel mugs that you get usually as like a promo item, like a <laughs> swag bag that are absolutely not airtight. And you're like, but why would I ever use this? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? The kinds that have like the oh, little yeah. like tops that are sort of I, like a lazy Susan. I raised yeah. that question too. Why would you ever use that? Why is that a thing? Do like, you, why, would you, why would you ever? Just make it a tumbler. Yeah. Are you always supposed to hold the coffee in your hand in the travel mug everywhere you go? What if you ride a bike? It's what made if you for ride a bus? Dr- it's, it's made for people who drive to work. What if you but, don't? Yeah, have long drives to work. Oh, I will go one step <clears throat> further and say that I thought this category <laughs> was about the, like, would you go to a coffee mm-hmm. shop and you get a cup and they put the lid on for you, but they put it at a at a, oh. at the crease so oh. that it spills all over you every That's time you drink coffee. Bad. But that would be even worse if you put it in your bag. So now that you guys uh, both misinterpreted 
the well, topic in hand. It's all, it's all the same After family. After someone though. didn't give us proper instructions. I'm sorry. I, 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 I was too myopic in this. I, I thought only of my own experiences that one time this happened to me that really left a it left very a, it left metaphorical a memory. Yeah. scar. Uh, what are your categories? I mean, this, these items are just garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a garbage thing. Like you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have anything that considers itself a travel friendly item that leaks regardless of if mm-hmm. it's a thing that should go in one's hand, like a disposable coffee cup. I understand that they can't like seal it in a bottle for yeah. you and hand it to you. So I thought it was a, it's obviously trash. So I called it a refuse bouche. Oh, trash for okay. one's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, implies the amount of coffee that you actually get because which is just a taste because the rest of it is spilled out. Spilled yeah. the place. Yep. Uh, I just took that it was a food based thing and made an anti Thanksgiving dinner uh-huh. of uh, sparrow, street side berry sauce, <laughs> mashed carrots, radishes with marshmallows, <laughs> savory cubes of jello and leftover candy corn. What? What on earth? What I just, nightmare mind Kelly, came up with this thing yeah. you just said? Oh my god! Basically, I, I I wrote down all the things that I have for Thanksgiving, and then thought of the absolute worst version of it. That is brutal. <laughs> we st- we stopped doing worst as a category, and you just brought it back in the most <laughs> savage way. Damn! Would you ha- would you eat that with milk? <laughs> Probably. Do you have milk when you go home? No. To blend I, I with your have... family. When they oh, go, no. does your family? Open their mouth really wide and scream and point at you. <laughs> no! They don't. Not one of us. No. They don't actually. No! I, keep in mind that there are there is a simple solution to this problem: make a watertight coffee container. Right, that is the sort of Occam's razor of it. The, the simple solution, like just go with that. But because this is so unnecessarily convoluted and so fundamentally wrong and relatively speaking quite complex, I call this Rube Goldberg's razor. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mary yep. one. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We're taking a second circuit around the table and we're coming back to uh, Miss Mary. Should have invited more people to this podcast. Yeah. You know what? It Maybe next time, but I think three people bringing three courses each. That's three three course meals. That's that's perfectly reasonable. Or we could have stayed home and just eaten our food by ourselves. I would have made a giant thing of mashed potatoes, a pecan yeah. pie, and maybe some cranberry but sauce. But now we'll have leftovers. You Conceptual make, leftovers. I'll give you the recipe for my cranberry sauce. It's mm. Grand Marnier in it. Oh, nice. Lovely. Nice. I love one that has Grand Marnier in it. Um, one year, I was <clears> making cranberry sauce that needed Grand Marnier, but I didn't have any, so you said I used Curacao and it turned purple. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I'm coming to the Thanksgiving table, and I'm bringing with my I'm bringing with me a dismal reunion episode from a reality show. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, all season long for a reality show, they build up and they build up and they build up, and then they have like a like the final episode, which is usually when the big fight happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. and then they're like. Now we're going to rehash it all on the reunion show. And now they don't just do one reunion show. They do nope. three reunion shows. I'm speaking almost explicitly about Bravo. Not. Mm-hmm. Tr- I mean, the bachelors do them too. Yeah. Oh my God. No, that's interminable. Yeah. Those reunion shows are interminable. Actually, they make, they make Andy Cohen seem like snappy and to the point. <laughs> and it's all just like everything that you 
only sort of liked about the reality show, but worse because it's just people sitting on couches and prom dresses yelling at each other. <laughs> and as opposed to them doing that, like, while on vacation or while somebody, like, frightens somebody else with a crab in the background. <laughs> or, a, or while someone oh, says, I'm just going to have a nacho in the background, which is where one of my favorite fights happens. <laughs> Shannon's just having a nacho in the background. Oh, my God. Life goes on when you have fights. And she's eating it off, like, a little low table, like, outdoors. So she bent fully at the waist to get the nacho in her mouth. It's very worth it. Uh, amazing. It's amazing. Those are fun. That's great. But... They're always like, just wait till we talk about it at the reunion. And every time I get suckered in, I'm like, I <laughs> yeah. can't wait to relive all this during the reunion. And it's just not worth it. It's not yeah, good. It turns out context is key. Because, again, I, I, I've, I, I've learned to enjoy some, some Bravo reality shows particularly. And, you know, it, it's fun because you just watch a bunch of goofy people fight or say crazy things. But to see them, again, as <clears throat> to your earlier point, Mary, sit on a couch in lavish prom dresses shouting so loud it, it's too it, it's emotionally exhausting to watch uh and yeah i don't know i get you it's a lot counterpoint to that though counterpoint uh recall that the song tardy for the party was world premiered at a reunion it would have come no matter what true it true would, well no it was already gonna happen it was yeah. just that they gave kim another venue to perform it at and she's True. a racist so not <laughs> great did yeah. they ever perform it live or did they play like a video i believe they had her perform it live and i'm not totally I'm, I'm sure. saying live and really big oh, yeah, quotes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she she lips she mouthed it live yeah. <laughs> um i'm not 100 percent sure that wasn't a watch what happens Mm. Oh, that man. happened. Oof. Usually, that's where they premiere that stuff. Huh. Otherwise, don't you think the countess? Wants to watch the countess would always be like, "Can you believe it, girls? We had a fight this year. Five, six, seven, eight. We had a fight. Like she would pull that shit if they, she was allowed to, but she's not. So yeah. Like Andy Cohen is like, you need to sit down. One time, Teresa Judice was like, Andy, let me see those about his cards. And oh she reached her hand out and he like snatched them away and made a, had like this look on his face like, I will break you. Yeah. But but it's true of all shows. Like any of these things, like, you know, it's even a, Drag Race has two. Oh my God. And they're not fun. No, yeah. they're not. The reunions, I just, I'm saying we don't need them. Yeah. We do not need them. We've already made our memories. Yeah. Yep. So I have a very simple category for this. Go for it. Hard pass to the left. Just keep like someone hands you hands you the dish at the table. You just <laughs> you just keep it going. You like you're allergic to it. Nope. Like f- like a smooth motion. Don't even don't even pretend to take a little bit. Just pass it pass on. Pass it on. Nice. I went with uh, another one. Uh, emergency broadsiding system. Because again, you're like, oh, let's mm-hmm. watch this, and it's like, oh god, this is terrible. That's a good one. Um, yeah, it's a good one. This didn't fit any of my categories, uh, so I made up a category for the ones that didn't make up any categories, so I mm. called it a catacopia. <laughs> catacopia. A category. Copia. Copia. Mm. I think it's you, Andy. Oh, thank you. Like Not Cohen. Cohen. Yeah. Well, hey, here we are. Coming back around for course number two to Miss Kelly. What you bringing? Um, I am bringing an eighth of a donut. Oh, how filling. Yeah. I want to talk about the disgrace that is break room food behavior, <laughs> which is that once again, I work this, at, I'm glad we're giving you this platform. Yeah, I work at a place with a lot of women and I understand a half a donut. I can even understand a quarter of a donut. Maybe. Don't cut that quarter of a donut. 
Eat it. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I work at a place with about a 50-50 split, and we still do it. It's, it's insanity. I, I've done not quite to the eighth, but we've you know, done 16th. My God. It's donut crazy. Crumbs. You're pulverizing a donut yeah. quietly in a box. <laughs> uh, so I obviously called break room food behavior, uh, sparrow streetside berry sauce, mashed carrots, <laughs> radishes, marshmallows, savory cubes of jello, and leftover candy corn. Uh, I don't uh, know why that tickles me so much. One, That's just a really good category. One thing, it really should be mashed turnips. Oh, yeah. A mashed carrot would be okay. I went with not incremental gains, but incremental pains. <laughs> Um, I just always wonder why pe- like people do it so that they're not rude. No one wants to take the last of something. So rude. And to those people, I want to say, don't do me any one thirty-first of a flavor. <laughs> oh, 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 oh man! Oh, oh it's so hard. This, this is a good one. It's a good category. That was a, that was a ooh, ooh, round standoff. Of Oof. Uh, I think it's Mary. Yeah. I'm sorry. I worked really hard. It was really yeah. close. It's also the only to time you. it shows up. Yeah. I, was, I was I was leaning towards you yeah. and her. So we're just very selfless oh people. Right. What can I say? Yeah. And then I'm going to say one more thing. Few assholes do take the last piece, which is totally fine. <laughs> Throw it away. Throw the box away. Yeah. Oh my god. That's, Don't let somebody that, else come mm, up and see an empty mm. box and be like, "Oh, a donut," and then it be empty. Just crumbs. One seventy eighth of a donut. <laughs> Don't do. Don't be those people. God. Don't do it. Right. Don't you do it? Don't you goddamn do it? Welcome to the last dish of course number two, and uh, it's mine. What am I bringing to the Thanksgiving thing? Oh, I should have thought of this further. What letter are we on for this game? Is it G? Mm-hmm. No, no. E. E. I I just did E. Freaking no! <laughs> That's terrible. I got some <laughs> flipping jeans that aren't stretchy. Guys, let me tell you a little thing about myself here. Another little personal anecdote. Um, It's weird for me to buy pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's because of his weird body. body. (laughs) (laughs) You have a deeply unusual shape. Well, no, I have a a slightly unusual shape. I have have disproportionately... this is serious, guys. I'm uh, I'm opening up here. I'm opening up to tell you about my my pain. I have my to experiences. go. I have to go to the same tailor who makes clothes for <laughs> big big character people. <laughs> mascots. The same person who makes pants for a Humpty Dumpty in a fairy tale land. But it's only because I like bowl shaped pants, guys. <laughs> it's just a fashion choice. It's it's about style. I don't like sitting in chairs. I like to make a chair out of my bowl shaped pants. You only, you, have, you only use hula hoops for belts. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very particular about that. So my actual problem is that my thighs are slightly disproportionately thick to my waist. What does that mean? That means I have to buy weirdly sized pants that are slightly too large in the waist, but too tight in the ankles. You know what's made my life easier? Stretchy jeans. That's right. <laughs> Levi's 502 stretch denim. Why, why would you ever buy jeans that weren't? stretchy. Mary, one day leggings are going to come to men and they're going to be like, what have we been doing Kelly, with our Kelly, lives? You're like... also going to know every contour of every man's balls that you work with. It's going to be... I think we're going to get there. It's yeah, going to get be illuminating. That's all I got to say. That's when the fashion dance belt becomes a thing. 
that's that's an ancient no that's when cod pieces come back in come on guys you're absolutely 100 correct on that for the fashion because no man because no man is going to be like well it's really i I don't want them to see my the outlines of my penis they're like i don't want to see or i don't want to see the outlines of the penis that might make them uncomfortable instead it's i don't want them to see the outlines of my penis i need them to think it's much much bigger bigger. (laughs) why can't we see some jewels on my cod piece (laughs) extra notice (laughs) it's like a cup for sports but it Curves upward. Can you, you make know. it go down to my knee? Is it possible? Oh, <laughs> How low can piece? you go? <laughs> <laughs> talking about just very large. Um, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, before when denim was not mixed with spandex, basically. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, now what did we do? Uh, How did I ride a bike? How I did mean, I walk? How do I find you, pants that fit comfortably on these crazy thick do, thighs of mine? Because everybody, would, everyone Needy. would wear, everyone would thick, wear Kelly. jeans that had some give to them. They yeah. weren't like against your skin. That's why, yeah. like skinny jeans of the '90s are only skinny round the Ugh, ankle. Yeah, God. so that you could like sit down without being like, "Oops, I've been cut in half." <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, "Oops, here's my butt crack." Oh, the back seam of my high waisted jeans has full on sliced me in twain. <laughs> oh, God. But also, it's 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 made it it's created a world where I think it's less likely for obscenely baggy jeans to come back in style for men, and I appreciate that because those are not very flattering on my weird legs. Mm. You don't have weird legs. I have beautiful legs, but they legs. are oddly pants manufacturers do not appreciate the specific contours of my legs. I will say it is sort of funny to listen to a man complain about buying jeans. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. I well, it's I, actually it's okay now. I, I found my my rhythm. You know, stretch denim makes it better, but. What I do enjoy. <laughs> what I do enjoy is slightly that- tapered cut. That's the trick. Ca- tapered at the knees. Regular fit. Tight at the ankle. Tight, tight at the tight ankle. ankles. I love that the fashion industry is trying to make a boot cut come back. Oh god! And that Get basically every woman in it's the like, world yeah. is like, no. Although I they- will not. Although if they want to bring back flares, I'm super on board. Yeah. If they want to bring <laughs> back like, bell bottoms, done. If they want to bring back like a 32 inch flare, I'm super. <laughs> that's how long. That's how big they were. Don't that's, you remember like buying from Delia's and they would be like 40 inches, and you'd be like, oh my god, well, my head. You're like in there. You're like you're like that's wider around than my whole inseam. <laughs> that's that's what, crazy. What's funny is men's pants were the same, but they were the same with the entire leg up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, what you, was guys that had, about? you guys had like skinny jeans for like the elephant man. Oh, man I, <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in middle school and like for Christmas one year, I got a pair of Jinko jeans and I was so excited. Keep in mind, I was not a cool kid. I was a nerdy kid who was, they, didn't what, like sports. What color were they? Um, oh, God. They were, I believe, lights denim with like a yellow and orange taxi checkered strip down the side. Whoa! Full that was on. a way better answer than I was even expecting. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Wow. But Ask yeah. your mom if she has a picture of you oh, at Christmas. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Just like you like, with like so braces like, being like, like yeah! Like hiding behind a leg of pants <laughs> because it's that wide. You can just barely see him. Oh, it was so funny because I definitely remember like, oh, God, that was that was one of the saddest stories of my middle school when I finally got my pair of Jinko jeans. Thought they were gonna turn my whole life around, and I got made fun of. No, why? Because I was not cool enough to wear Jinko jeans. Oh, you like showed up, and people were like, "Who do you think you are, Mister Pants?" No, you place pants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> get back okay. in your sweats. Nerd. It's okay. Nerd. Sorry, that's it's mean. okay. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> but I got over it. Now I have. You know what? You know what? You know what? You now know what? I've got the coolest pants possible. Yeah, you know what? What help? What balm entered my life to soothe that pain? Spandex. 
spandex denim. Stretch denim. But now you know what you're going to get from, for Christmas from Mary. <laughs> Jinko jeans. Jinko jeans. I, I do think that there is like, there is, for every person, there is a style of jean that they want to come back. They would like be like, I mean, I'm there in a saga. If it came back into style. Mine's mm. definitely flares. If a flare jean came back in, I'd be like, never, I've never felt cooler. I mean, you could just wear flare jeans. Totally. Mm. They're not mainstream enough for me not to be like doing like a Luke if I'm wearing flared jeans. Mm. And I kind of don't want to like deal with that. I just want it to be like totally acceptable for me to walk around with a 40 inch <laughs> circumference around each angle. I want it to be like not something people will comment unless they're like cool jeans. Oh, hey, cool jeans. I <laughs> did also you get them from Delius? Yeah. How did you find Delius? <laughs> Delius, it's still open. Um, yeah. What jeans? Were there brick or mortar? Delius? No. Yes, oh. there were. Mm. Um, there was one in Bayshore. Hmm. <gasps> what jeans would you want to come back in style? I'm pretty happy with skinny jeans. I discovered my perfect type of jeans in my 30s, so uh, they're still in style. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> Levi's 502s. Stretch. All right. I'll come back to you guys in like 10 years. Oh, yeah. That'd be Any great. jeans that have front pockets that are a reasonable size. All men's jeans. Yeah. Well... <laughs> It is. Look at you. It is shocking. so shitty. <laughs> so true. Someone has passed me shrimp enchiladas, and I'm just keep keep going. <laughs> There's shrimp and sh- shrimp and mozzarella cheese and a tortilla, and I'm just passing it right on over. Nice. Nope. You are, no jeans that aren't stretchy. Hard pass. A hard pass. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, no. I'm sorry. Now that I we just know wanted to clarify. Now that we know it's possible, it's like you will not be able to get women out of yoga pants. Now that we know that we can. Wear <laughs> now that them we know that yoga Friday, pants are things. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going to convince anyone that that is not, like, a chic thing to do. Yeah. Mm. I also love that yoga pants are now like, well, we're going to make make them look like jeans now so you can pretend you're dressed up. <laughs> Even better, now you can get yoga pants that are basically business pants. Like, My pa- God. like pont is just code for, it's yoga pants. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a dressier fabric yeah. oh. for yoga pants. Classy yoga pants. And you can get a blazer made out of the same material. Yes. You no can pockets, get a whole, though. You can get a whole suit. One of my pond blazers has pockets. Uh, Not in the pants. No, in the, never in, in the pants. The, in, the in the blazer, yeah. Mm. yeah. No, that'd be absurd. Did you have to cut them open, though? Yeah, I think they were sewn. They were sewn. But, but they were like, a, I mean, most blazers. Yeah. Uh, I called this a uh, catacopia. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, because again, why would you go towards... I guess yeah. So so uh, the simple the simple genius of stretchy denim is so obvious and so beautiful that anything other than that seems like a complicated mess when this option is there. So I went with uh, Rube Goldberg's razor. Mary gets it. Mary gets it again. I think. Hard yep, pass. Yep. yep. Hard, hard pass. pass to the left. Brilliant. Hard pass. Just like <clears throat> non-stretchy denim would make a hard pass up the cleft of my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> when I sit down even slightly. Uh, I would like to tell you a little story that just came back to my mind, which is that if you remember in the early oddies, uh bell bottoms had a brief resurgence. Oh yeah. Uh and this my co- forty inches, yes. Yes. This corresponded with uh the Iraq war, which my mother <laughs> said to me, I should have known a war was coming when the bell bottoms <laughs> came back at this time. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! So you god. know what? Honestly, I'm just I'm not wearing bell bottoms so that we don't go to war. Oh, wait, we've, we're still, still in our, we're in still our there. War. 
They don't the even. They're not even. The war's not even paying attention to our pants right now. <laughs> oh, uh, guys, run the third and final course of our three-course potluck. Because we each brought three items, and yes. I'm going for the third time. <laughs> I feel like this is not clear. I just want to oh, specify. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> um, so in this third trip around the table, Mary. What are you bringing? Well, I actually brought a food item this time, but it's not a good one. Weird. I brought ground blue corn tortilla chips, as in ground from blue corn, but just blue corn tortilla chips. <laughs> but it has to go with a G because that's the letter. <laughs> nice. Uh, blue corn tortilla chips. I think that they taste inferior to basically any other type of tortilla, uh, tortilla chip, including things that are made with like millet. And quinoa. Um, you hippie chips. But yeah. we're supposed to feel like they're fancy. Like it's supposed to be like, ooh, it's a blue Ugh, corn tortilla blue. chip. Well, oh, I do. I did find out. I did find out a fun fact. So apparently, um, uh, white and yellow corn tortilla chips very unhealthy for you. Not a benefit to be had. But blue corn tortilla chips have the the thing Food that makes coloring them, in them. No, no, the thing that makes them blue, uh, anthocyanins have health benefits. Namely, they are anti-inflammatory. So the reason they taste bad is because they actually do taste like medicine because guess what, guys? They are medicine. (laughs) Well, thank God, because I only eat tortilla chips for health reasons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cutting them up and putting them in little capsules to take with my aspirin every morning for heart health. Yeah, my Um, anti-inflammatory chip diet. (laughs) I do get the sense that people were like, this is better. This is more authentic. To which I say, I don't think that that's so. I don't think it is. Also, I'm pretty sure that if I like deep fried aspirin and then ate it, (laughs) it would not be good for my heart. No. So. Or with any kind of sauce or guacamole. What if I were to make aspirin nachos would that be good for me don't think so well the cheese kind of counteracts it but it does thin the blood so you can the cheese can move more quickly through your system the cheese is gonna fly right through my body um i just find them very dry and yet also bready and chewy yeah like they're never as crisp or delectable as even a good salsa can't no and they're never like salted enough like they're Mm -hmm. i don't think there's an amount of salt you can put on them to make them taste good yeah yeah. And also they look like the past. They look like the 90s <laughs> in a way that I will never be fashionable again. Yeah, they are a bit extreme corn chip wise. Blue corn tortilla chips. Gross. Oh. Gross. Gross. They're also always more expensive because they're considered a premium thing, even though nobody likes them. Do you like blue corn tortilla chips? No. Do you like blue corn you tortilla know chips? No, I don't. They're gross. We don't buy Mar- them in this Mary, household. Do you like blue <laughs> tortilla chips? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I would rather have a bonito than a blue corn tortilla chip. No, I'd rather have one good. made out of rice than a blue corn tortilla chip. Would you rather have Dorito? Hell yes! I mean, absolutely. Kelly, that's Oh, not you mean an orange question. corn tortilla chip? Yes, I would much rather have an orange corn tortilla chip. <laughs> so we guys have four categories for these monsters. Refuse, bu- refuse, boosh. They're garbage. <laughs> garbage. Throw them away. Stop making them. <sighs> uh, I called it Sparrow Streetside Berry Sauce. Mashed carrots, radishes with marshmallows, savory cubes of jello, and leftover candy corn. How many times is that category used? Thrice. That's the last one. Yeah. Thrice? Mm. Okay. That's a good category. I went with emergency broadsiding system. Because if you get it, you reach a bowl of tortilla chips, you pull out a blue one, you're like, ah, out of nowhere. It's true. Broadside. Sometimes they mix it in, which is horrible. I think it's Kelly, though. I think Kelly. Because I think category... blue corn tortilla chips belong on that list. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, what, what's that buzzing in my ear? Is that is that our next item on our menu, Kelly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are 
fallacious item mosquitoes oh i hate mosquitoes gross blue corn tortilla chips carry on here's <laughs> here's why i am more allergic to them than other people and therefore when i get a mosquito bite it becomes a mosquito welt Oof. and it's awful and there are a billion mosquitoes in the world and for <clears throat> reasons unknown to me mosquitoes really 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 like to bite my butt oh <laughs> I get those sometimes too. It's the worst. When like, oh they, they, they go right through my stre- my stretch denim yeah. into my thick thighs, you know, if, and bite away. The first time we went camping this year, oh my god, I had over twenty mosquito bites oh my on my butt. God, Kelly, it, it was insane. Kelly, stop sitting on those mosquitoes. And they were all like, they were mosquitoes all like penny sized. Cheers. I will also put forth that uh, they kill. Yeah, they kill a lot. They're the most dangerous, dangerous animal animals. in the world. Seven hundred thousand people a year die because of mosquitoes. They are literally the only creature I've ever heard of that people are just super willing to casually talk about actively driving to extinction. <laughs> just like yeah, kill them all, all of the mosquitoes. They don't do anything. I remember one line from from my maybe fifth grade English class from uh, "Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry." Where the main character, whose name I don't remember, says, Lord, I know you did, you know, you brought all of her, put all those animals on the ark, but why'd you have to bring mosquitoes? They might have snuck on. Eh, They can fly. Oh, they can fly. You know, um, and literally float on water. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, um, and fuck. Whoa. I mean, do basically anything on water, as far as I can tell. Drink. They don't. They don't weigh very much. I don't know. Um, you know who's doing some uh, some great work in the area of eradicating mosquitoes or trying to solve the the issues mosquitoes present? The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You know, honestly, though, what I don't know why they don't just why are they wait wait what? That's the thing. Yeah, they're like trying to they're trying to eradicate mar- yeah, malaria. A, Do they own raid? No, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? About? No, that's literally like a thing that they do. Oh, malaria. Okay, they're yeah. trying to get rid of it. I don't know why. I mean, that's great, guys. Hear the thought, Bill. Melinda, why don't you do this? Millie. Millie. Billy Mel. and Millie. Billy. Millie. Millie. Go ahead. Set up Microsoft Office accounts for as many mosquitoes as possible. <laughs> they Those that don't die of frustration will almost certainly die from embarrassment once they inadvertently reply all to their entire office with a pic of their what I assume to be very pointy mosquito penis. <laughs> Also, they'll probably fly at the computer screen so it's light <laughs> and like smash <laughs> themselves <laughs> against <laughs> it. Yeah, that's the way out. Or, or let me. <laughs> that's it. So I did some reading about it. So there definitely are people. There are ecological scientists who mm. say we could get rid of mosquitoes and be okay. Things would fill. But there are others that say no, 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 because they're important pollinators, mm. and they also feed fish mm. and frogs and birds. And in areas where that have heavy spraying for mosquitoes, birds produce a third of the less left of their like potential offspring compared to groups and bats and other things. So I called this a 48 pack of toilet paper. Nobody likes them, but Uh. what happens when you're in the woods? You find out what you do with that toilet paper if you're in the woods. And even I, who gets a lot of mosquito bites on my tush, we called it a forest fire. (laughs) 
pets. They're necessary evils. Mm-hmm. I hate them so much, but I do like bats. I, uh, I as bats. you might have gathered, called it Bill and Melinda Hates Foundation. Yeah. Because I just throw the opportunity to make two Bill Gates jokes <laughs> in 2018. What? The same Bill Gates I jokes? Know. Why? Why? I know. Because mosquitoes probably hate Bill Gates. Gates. Yeah. And they hate mosquitoes too, so. So I'm out. I'm not going to win that one. I'll give it to you. Um, Can we call it a forest forest fire of a 48 pack of toilet paper? A forest fire started by. Yes. 48 pack of toilet yes, paper. Yes, we can. Perfect. Oh, guys. I'm feeling pretty full. But there's one item left. Bilious. Bilious. Just full. I got to. Uh, wish I'd wish I'd I can worn... take a wafer Bilious and Melissa. <laughs> Bilious and Melissa. I wish I'd worn stretchier pants. Than I'm wearing right now leggings. to this. Leggings. The answer is <laughs> leggings. Maybe next year, guys. Who knows? Maybe fashion will turn. Maybe a palazzo pant. Mm, maybe. <laughs> uh, and maybe I'll buy that fancy skinny pant at Black Friday. No, I won't because I don't like Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, what are you bringing to the picnic? What's the letter? Oh. I, uh, I don't no, like wait. Black Friday. Yeah, uh, hellacious. Yeah, yeah, it is I. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll go. I don't like Black Friday. It's both an E or an I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, E. No, damn it. No. Um, Balls. God. The also doesn't start with an I. Yeah. Black Friday, guys. Ills. <laughs> Black Friday. What the hell? You know what the sleepiest day of the year is? The day after Thanksgiving. That's so much tryptophan and sweet potatoes and just food. Just heavy food. Work. I don't work. I don't want to wake up early. I don't want to go buy a TV that was manufactured at a substandard quality than their TVs. Now, Kelly. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. I believe you feel the opposite way. Counterpoint. I love Black Friday. Ah. I will give it a big old caveat, big old asterisk in the sky. (laughs) Black Friday is not fun now that it has encroached on Thanksgiving. Black Friday is fun when you had to get up at 2 a.m. To go and wait in line in the cold Wisconsin winter in the snow at Kohl's, because they were always the ones that opened first. To also, get, it's Wisconsin, yeah. so it's Kohl's. It's Kohl's, yeah. <laughs> to go to grab, you know, your toaster oven before heading next slow door. Cooker. Yeah, your slow cooker before heading next door to Target. Maybe some jeans. We never liked Target. Line was too long. Oh. Uh, going to... Uh, Home Depot, Menards, getting your home goods, and then you round it out with Fleet Farm because they opened the latest at 6 a.m. And you got a stuffed animal when you got went in. You're Aww. the first hundred people. Did you get a stuffed animal from Fleet Farm ever? What was it usually? Uh, usually, so they did different animals every year. They did like bears. We got a deer once. We gave them to our dogs. Aww. Turkey. There might have been a turkey one year. I would hope so. Seems a missed opportunity. Yeah. So it's not fun anymore because it's not challenging. Like now it's just easy to stop at Macy's on your way home mm-hmm. from your in-law's house. Yeah. There's also Cyber Monday, which I mean, like, come on. <laughs> it's fine. I will say, though, you know, I, I do not care for Black Friday. Um, but I do think if it's something you do, like, enjoy it now before literally all of the chain retail stores close forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bye, Sears. <laughs> So what I loved about Black Friday, which you'll never understand because you never got up in the middle of the night to go, nope. is the camaraderie. Mm. And there were fights, 
And there were times when I feared for my life. But there were also really great times, like when Best Buy wheeled around free coffee and donuts for everybody who was waiting in line wrapped around the building. That is lovely. Or when you talk to the people who you will never see again about what are they getting and what do their kids want for Christmas. And, oh, you know, I'll grab one for you. I have to go over there. We'll meet up here. So camaraderie that's was actually great. pretty sweet i feel like a bit of an ass for saying that but i still don't i still don't in like menominee falls there were oh there were always people who wore these giant reindeer antlers so they could find each other oh that's pretty cute <laughs> it's pretty funny now it's like people do that at concerts yep <laughs> um the only thing i can think of that's sort of similar is i used to always go to the midnight like release parties for harry oh, potter yeah. books mm. i would assume it's similar to that but less people and less tvs and less punching yep <laughs> yeah less the best, of a media circus the best ones i think and this isn't a really terrible best is that uh is walmart because as you know many walmarts are open 24 hours so they just move everything out in pallets covered in black so that you don't really know if what you need is there you just kind of have to pick around at it but you can't touch them because if you touch it you get kicked out of the store and then at you know 5 a.m when they open (laughs) just all the employees come around with a (laughs) Butter, and then people just dive on it. Oh my god! Pull it apart and grab it. Sometimes people don't even wait for them to come with the box cutter. They'll just go and rip it open with their hands. Jesus! And get their DVD, their one ninety nine DVD of <laughs> Man Down or whatever. I, I love you, man. <laughs> I love you, man. Thank you. Um, or Christmas that, with the Cranks, please. That, yeah, the Christmas with the Cranks. That Crawford that, Family classic. Oh, that makes me sad though. Oof. <laughs> um. I've never been a Black Friday person. Uh, I think we actually did go shopping last Friday after Thanksgiving, but we like went to Boswell Books. Mm. Recall that? Yeah. Um, but we're middle class liberals. So, <laughs> yes, that's what we did. <laughs> that makes sense. That's that's on brand. So I think I would like Black Friday if it were more quaint. Like, I think, uh, what isn't there like, a, isn't it Saturday? That's the small shop- business small Saturday. Small business. Yeah. I'm more into that. And I like, I do like Cyber Monday. Yeah, yeah. Cyber Monday is yeah, it's very I can convenient. wake up whenever I want to. Yeah. And also, anthropology always has a sale, and they mm. never have a sale. Whoa. It's true. Got my mama moose picture. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you guys have for categories? It didn't fit any of my categories, so I called it a catacopia. <laughs> it didn't fit any of my categories, because it's great. Um, <laughs> because I feel like, at the end of the day... Black Friday seems to me like a lot of fighting, a lot of conflict, a lot of challenge for not a lot. I went with not incremental gains, but incremental pains. Yep. Yep. So, Catacopia. I just remembered. Mm-hmm. So, it's Catacopia. Catacopia. Mm-hmm. So, as you remember, we started with the War of Northern Couch Impressions. Mm-hmm. I think this is similar. On one side, we have Kelly, who loves Black Friday. On mm-hmm. the other side, we have Andrew, who hates Black Friday. Thanksgiving, it binds us all together, but we're still a nation of divided people. So I called this the War of Southern Possessions. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. Uh, indeed. Fine, Mary. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, you really yeah, won. Yeah, Stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on. Guys, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We... What's everyone's favorite Thanksgiving food? Go. Jesus. Uh, your mashed potatoes. Oh, whoa, wow. Uh, they're literally, like, so good. I was going like, so to go with your turkey. Well, the turkey is turkey. Is... <laughs> <laughs> never felt so loved. Your co-turkey, I suppose. Mary does do all of 
the brutal work in the turkey. I do I all the gutting. I do all and the and the massaging. I put it in a smoker and, <laughs> and I the slaughter wait till it's done. <laughs> but he does the plucking. We don't no, pluck the no. feathers; just burn right off. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. You can't just pull out the go- the goop, but uh, the goop. Yeah, yeah. I'm also. The bag. Yeah, and then we the, then we gather around to crack open the waddle. <laughs> oh. uh, I also like our new Friendsgiving tradition of that I bring eggnog, oh, and then God, we get to drink yes. eggnog. It's <laughs> I like so that too. good. I never liked eggnog till your eggnog, Kelly. I'm going to be honest with you. It's so yeah, good. I agree. It's, it's so good. It's so delicious. And, and now we're going to have jello shots. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Turkey May- jello shots. Maybe cranberry flavor so people can stop whining about there not being jellied cranberries. Oh, my God. That's so Mary, that's so that's brilliant. brilliant. Thank We're you. definitely doing Thank that. You. Thank you. Oh my god. You. What uh, what's your favorite? Probably pecan pie. Oh, that's uh, a good but one. But like but like very specific. Very specific. Mm, I like my, yeah. I like my mom's pecan pie bars. Oh, oh yeah, you do. They're so good. Those are just you took all the bullshit out of anything and just yeah. distilled it down. My favorite flavor combination, like many people's, is sweet salty. And that is the perfect synthesis it's of sweet, sweet and salty. salty. You who have a salt tooth, me who has a sweet tooth. Find common ground there. They brought and us can back both together. Give thanks. Mm-hmm. The war, the Great War, brings <laughs> us together. Thank you, guys. You know, you know what? Actually, you know what? You know, I'm thankful for you, listeners. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this <laughs> thanks most auspicious. For giving us <laughs> your ears, ears. <laughs> Thank you, as always, again for listening to our frankly fantastic show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you want to support us. Give us a rating on your uh, podcast uh, platform of choice. Meet Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, or now Radio Public. Check us out there. Um, thanks as always, guys. And um, yeah. Cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's turkey lurkey time. No, Tom turkey turkey ran, ran away, but I just got home. Mechanisms Production.